I want to thank you for watching this evening. And as always, I pray that the Lord has been with you today. Uh, for me personally, it has been a wonderful day. The Lord has answered some big prayers today in the life of our church and some families. And it has just been a blessing. If I look fat and tired, it is because I have been trying to play basketball for the last two hours. And so you'll have to bear with me if I get short of breath. But tonight we are moving on out of chapter 16 of the book of Judges into chapter 17. And I want to talk to you about the difference between dangers and differences. Dangers and differences. So many times in our walk with God, there are difference of opinions between Christians, uh, between Sunday school teachers and their classes, between pastors and their congregation. There are differences, and that is okay. But there are dangers when we leave the most important thing, and that is our love for God. And tonight I want to show you what happens when you go from having differences to getting into dangerous territory. Look here in, Ma in for Judges chapter 17. Now there was a man from the mountains of Ephraim whose name was Micah. And he said to his mother, The eleven hundred shekels of silver that were made from you and on which you put a curse, even saying it in my ears, Here is the silver with me. I took it. So what happens is a son stills, steals, excuses me, 1,100 pieces of silver. Or in today's world, that'd be 440 ounces. A small fortune worth of silver. And this son heard his mom put a curse on it. Cursed is the person who took this silver. And this individual had just enough knowledge of God to know that words make a difference. That calling down the power and judgment of God on people is a scary thought. And so he comes to his mother and says, those 1,100 shekels, I took them. And listen to what his mom says. And his mother said, may you be blessed by the Lord, my son, so when he had returned the 1,100 shekels of silver to his mother, his mother said, I had wholly dedicated the silver from my hand to the Lord for my son. So she tells her son, I'm glad you brought that back because that was the Lord's money. I had set that side in honor of you, son, to the Lord. And you say, well, wow, this is a really godly family. This is a family that cares about the things of God, but I want you to listen. It goes on and says, To make a carved image and a molded image, now therefore I will return it to you. Thus he returned the silver to his mother. Then his mother took 200 shekels of silver and gave it to the silversmith. 
and he made into a carved image and molded an image, and they were in the house of Micah. You see, there is a difference in this family. One son had stole from his mother, and he brought it back to her. She said, oh, I'm going to give it to the Lord, and I'm going to give it to the Lord in honor of you. But friends, something happened in this passage. They went from having a difference to being in dangerous territory. They began to take that money which they had set aside for God and made it into a silver image that they could worship. But I want you to hear that. She said all 1,100 were going to go to God, but actually she spent 200 on herself and kept the other 900. You see, that's dangerous territory. When you claim that God has every part of your life, every part of your marriage, every part of your abilities and talents, but then when it comes time to pay up, you only give Him a little bit. And if you notice something, she didn't even give that 200 silver shekels to the Lord. She made an idol for her son. And so tonight, what goes from being this wonderful faith-based family turns into a family that is all focused on themselves. Tonight, I want you to know that the greatest danger you can ever have in your life is when you become more important to you than God is important to you. You see, friends, as a Christian, you have to agree that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. I might have differences with God sometimes, and He's always right. I might have differences with other Christians, differences with other people, but I can never get into the mindset that God, if you'll just fix this situation, I'll give you everything. I've said this a lot in my life when I've got into troubled situations. I'll say, Lord, if you'll just get me out of this jam, I'll never do that again. A good friend of mine, a wonderful Christian brother who has gone on to be with the Lord, his name was Carl Leak. He was on the search committee that hired me. He was a pastor, a friend, and just a wonderful mentor in my life. He told me that when he was in Korea, and one time it didn't seem like he might make it home, he said, Lord, if you'll get me back to the United States, when I get there, I'll do whatever you want. He ended up surrendering his life to the ministry, pastored for many, many years, and made a great difference for the kingdom of God. Friends, if you make a commitment to God, don't back out. There's danger in that because what you've said is, God, I'm yours. But when he comes to collect the rent, you say, I can't pay up. But I want you to go on and listen to this because the mother's idolatry is passed on to the next generation. Verse 5, Then the man Micah had a shrine and made an ephod and household idols. It's actually ephod, but I, I don't pronounce it right for some reason. And he consecrated one of his sons who became his priest. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. You see, the mother gave lip service to God, 
but yet wouldn't put her money where her mouth is. The son went from giving God lip service to full-on worshiping the wrong way. You see, it's kind of like this old saying, what one generation accepts, the next generation embraces. And so this son had just enough knowledge of God to know that he ought to give God recognition, but he should not give God submission. And I know submitting is a word that no one wants to hear. Submitting to your boss at work, submitting in marriage, submitting to the authority and government that's over us. I know no one likes that word. But you can never really be right with God if you give Him lip service but not submit in your heart to Him. You see, I think this text is very fitting because it says everyone did what was right in his own eyes. You see, you can have an opinion on something. I can have an opinion on something. We can have a difference, but still love God and love each other. But when that difference of opinion goes to an outright dangerous position of I am the only one that's right, I'm the only one that can speak for God. I'm the only one that represents God. I'm the only one that knows what's best from God. Friends, we have made ourselves idols, and that's a dangerous place to be. And so tonight I want to challenge you. Don't just give God lip service. Give Him your whole heart. If you're here tonight and you've been struggling with giving God every area of your life, trust Him. Whatever God asks you to let go of, I promise what He has in store for you is better. You say, oh, Jake, I, I can't let go. I, I can't give that up. What would my life be without that? Trust me, God has something better in store for those who love Him and will follow Him. That's why the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second like this, is to love others as yourself. Friends, if you'll do those two things, God works out the details. But you got to tear down the idol of yourself or any other idols you've let come before God. You let Him have His way. And so as always, I love you. I'm praying for you. And if I can do anything for you at all, please let me know. And may God richly bless you.